Welcome to another episode, the first episode of a new year of the show, We Like Having Fun, in Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. Hi, my name is Michael, and uh, today I'm in a hotel room in Tampa Bay, Florida, and as always, I'm joined by Carl, who is, I'm assuming, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not going anywhere soon. No, staying, no, staying home. I want to go home. to Puerto Rico, though. Have you ever been? You're going to Puerto Rico? I want to go oh. again. Oh, you've been there? Yeah. I've never been there. It's pretty sick. Your cell phone works. You can use the American mm. currency. It's a good time. Sounds fun. I mean, I know people that go to these types of places and have a great time. Costa Rica, people talk about to me. Um, <clears throat> You're in Florida, so you must be having the best time. I'm having the best time. Um, I was in Miami for a week, and then while I was in Miami, I was asked to do another job right over here in Tampa. So mm. I got on a packed airplane this morning and flew 45 minutes to Tampa from Miami. How packed are we talking? I'm talking because I had to fly that little leg. I couldn't fly my normal airline, which I'm just going to come out right and say is Delta, which has been very good about the pandemic. They don't put people in the middle seats. They have like the, the distant seating. So they're basically, you know, taking the plunge on all the money they'd get from those flights uh, just to keep people safe, which is nice. And I flew American Airlines, which just fills the plane to the brim. And I think they they do like one flight a day, you know, where normally they'd probably have three or four flights from Tampa to Miami, but instead they just get everybody in one plane. So that was a great start of the morning. And... Um, but uh, how has uh, the new year treated you so far, uh, Carl? It's okay, despite it all. I lost my AirPods charging case, but mm. not the AirPods themselves. So I'm trying to f- wrap my head around that one. I think they might have fallen into the toilet and flushed. Really? Uh, yeah. Hmm. I think this house just eats some things. You ever have that place or moment in time where everything you own just keeps getting eaten up? I lost a couple things. I lost a set of ear pod things. Uh, they weren't the they weren't Apple. They're were like the Samsung version, but I loved them. And I lost them over the summer. And I searched this house, and the only thing I could come up with is that I accidentally threw them in the trash because I fucking tore this is a house, and it was a little bit bigger to go through, but I tore it apart. Hmm. And then months passed, and some people took apart the couch for some reason something else got lost and they found the airpods like jammed on the innards of a couch like went down a crack underneath the thing you know just in the most uh precarious spot you could ever imagine but i was tearing my hair out and there's been a couple times in my life where i've lost things like that where i'm just flabbergasted and uh it's the worst i don't know about you but i was really upset because i was about to go out and then Realized I was listening to music to AirPods. 
and I had no idea where the charger mm. was, or at least I thought I did. Well, you're frozen, Carl. I don't know. It might have been one of those accidentally throw it out kind of deals, too. Carl has disconnected from the episode. Let's see if he comes back on. Can you hear me? It you're appears frozen. he has an internet problem. Maybe not. I see him futzing around. And I think he's back. Yeah, you were frozen for a bit. Okay, so you were frozen as well. You're frozen again. So I don't know what's going on, but let's just try to uh, let's just try to get through this. Um, yeah, you're not frozen on my end now. So yeah, so yeah, disconnected from the thing, but yeah, it looks like we're back. And uh, so let's just get into the show. Um, earlier, you had told me that maybe you weren't going to have a chance to. <laughs> Uh, get into it. Is that the case, Carl? What, what are you going to say? Are you flying blind, as as you say? Yeah, I'm going in blind. I have no idea. Well, no, I listened in briefly to the actual show, and I was in it for part of After Hours for a few moments. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that, if I had to summarize what my what I heard was that they were talking about Jeremy Renner and there was a funny Jeremy Renner clip <laughs> over Bruce Springsteen that I liked. Yeah, there was a good Jeremy Renner uh, story that came from the guest Caroline Goldfarb. Um, but yeah, I'll just run through my notes. Um, since Carl's really embracing this, I'm not going to listen or give a shit about contributing uh, the work it takes to... <laughs> Uh, be the co-host of a podcast, but that's all good. We need, we need, we need that balance. Um, I noted. I thought I saw you first of all in the episode. The first thing I noted was that there was a Matt cam. Matt now has oh. his own camera set up, so he when he's talking, you can cut to whoever's. I've, I don't, I don't know if he's cutting the show or who is, but maybe it's huh. Wes. So we saw Matt up close and personal, which is fun. You can get a little more is Matt action. Yeah, is he going to be more vocal? I feel like his normal duty is to just look at everybody on Zoom. And <laughs> I think he's, I think he's, uh, he's slowly, you know, you know, working his way into being more of a, a you know, a, a very, you know, regular component. <clears throat> and they announced early that they were going to be doing <clears throat> Doug's workout tape on the Saturday. It was Friday. They were just okay. Tomorrow morning, we're doing Doug's workout tape, which is the first I'd heard of that. Um, and so I did not watch it live. They were doing it at like my time was one in the afternoon. I was at work. There was that wasn't going to happen, but I watched it today and I actually thought I saw you on it because they were, they were cutting around to the zoomers working out. Um, but I had a really good time with it. Uh, I do workout videos in my life. I actually, you know, watch yoga videos and i watch fucking little exercise videos i mean i mean i have yeah. i don't do it all the time but i've learned kind of made up my own from watching them and um have you ever listened to doug's workout tape it's on spotify or it's on you know it's on the things it came out a bit ago right it came out like a year ago he said yeah i think i've scrolled past it yeah but you know i don't no. Yeah, yeah, of course, course not. not. No, of course Just not. Just the Pod <laughs> I think that's my calling card. Yeah. Separate podcast, just reviewing the Pod Chino. Mm-hmm. Um, the workout was very fun. It was a very fun um, 
it was you know it wasn't just like a simple totally silly thing it was pretty darn silly um but there was like you know he he did his research enough to like get you know the amount of seconds you'd actually do this exercise for and then you take a little break and then you move on from here to here to here and it went on for about 20 minutes and then he did a little yoga thing um so i would i would recommend it you know especially 100% for somebody that's like wants to maybe you know maybe they're sniffing around the idea of doing a little workout like oh like this is a and you're like into this into these boys like this is a very easy fun thing and if you watch that you see a bunch of you know goofballs falling around in their living room so it's very like you feel comfortable watching it so i think it's i think it's cool doug i think you guys should do it again or you know maybe just i don't think you need the the recording you did i think he could probably just improv through a workout class by putting on some music and and jamming out for 20 minutes and saying do jumping jacks do this do that so i don't know if so doing it that. was just doug kind so, of instructing everything yeah, so the the workout tape he recorded as part of something, some other project a year ago. So it's already pre-recorded in his voice saying, okay, now ready, do jumping jacks. And it's like, jump, jack, mm-hmm. jump. And like, you know, it's like on beat and you like jump along. So he, he, he wasn't talking during the video. He just played the audio and, and worked out along with it to show what it was doing. But it's all cut you know it's all like works to the music so like everything's on beat there's you know squats and all sorts of um, you know burpees and push-ups and you know things that you know wasn't it wasn't just bullshit like there was like some legit you know stuff in there a couple silly things towards the end there was a like a butt tightening thing there was a, there was a couple just silly kind of freestyle things but i liked it and I did it today, and I had a nice time. Um, so, thank you, Doug. Um, when they announced that, Tim announced that he is he's failing at life, and he is just you know out of the loop. He's been off, not taking his walks, and and eating eating bad again. And mm. you know that's unfortunate. The question of the day, um, because it was. David Bowie and Elvis's birthday. Oh wow. Was the same day that they recorded was if you had to go back in time and drown while <laughs> either David Bowie or Elvis Presley was being baptized, which one of those babies do you hold under the water <laughs> and kill? <laughs> um so I guess I'll I guess I'll propose that question to you, Carl, since this is the first you're hearing of it. Who would you uh, who would you drown, Elvis or or Bowie? So love the question, uh-huh. love being put in these positions to mm. potentially change the future of pop culture. Yeah. Um, Elvis is going down. Yeah. And then we get into the controversy as if there's no Elvis, is there no David Bowie? Like, the you know, because Elvis is so responsible for <laughs> rock and roll and inventing the, you know, all that shenanigans. Bumbling. Just bubbling. Bumbling. Yeah. I mean... I'm with you. If we're taking that out of the equation, if we're assuming somebody else would have just in started playing guitar and shaking their hips the way Elvis did shortly after, some that would have been that you know, I could do without Elvis. I don't think he. Um, I don't listen to it. You know, I don't ever want to 
very rarely am I putting on Elvis. I had a little phase. I had a little phase like in college where I was like, I'm going to dig in and like I had some fun. Like it's not all trash or anything. There's some fun stuff. There's some fun to be had there. But Bowie, I mean, come on. He's got, I don't know, he's got eras of excellence, um, all sorts of Yeah, there's just so much good stuff that to just let it go would be a shame. Would be a shame. I I don't want to say Elvis is one-dimensional. Someone can point me in the right direction to change that thought, but I feel as if just what I've experienced, Bowie has a little bit more of an edge in different directions he can take his Mm -hmm. music in, which has resonated a bit stronger with me. They brought up the point that maybe maybe Bowie didn't really influence much, like musically, like where Elvis was the influence of, of so many people of like the Beatles and all these people, they all, you know, they all say Elvis was the thing that made them want to start playing music and, and that. Whereas Bowie, they were trying to say on the show that maybe Bowie, you know, he, he kind of, I want to say jumped on the bandwagon of some things that were going on, but he, he was like, you know, his finger was on the pulse, but he, you know, commonly just kind of went with, you know, the avant-garde trend of the year, you know, and just kind of went with it. But I don't think I really agree with that. I, I you know, I think he's influenced probably millions of musicians. Um, but enough about that. That was fun going, you know, people, so every every time a caller called in, they'd, they'd drown somebody, and most people drown Elvis. That's just the way it went. Tim announced a Mr. America watch-along. So he continues to milk this watch-along cow. And uh, I have some issues with this watch-along business. I Go on. I signed up to watch the billion-dollar movie watch-along. And I saw a tweet that Tim wrote that said, like, guess what? It's, it's going to be up for longer than one day. You know, we're going to have it up for, I can't remember what he said, but for the weekend or something. And I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. And I was actually going to watch it like the Sunday night or something. And they shut it down like hard out midnight, uh, whatever, Pacific or East Coast time or, or something. But it was a hard out like Sunday night. No more watching this thing. Mm. I'm just like, what? like. Guys, put it out. On, you know, I don't know what to say, but like, I was like, I think I got like a maybe forty-five minutes into it. I was having a good time. I saw that the thing was ran like three and a half hours long. Was this thing? They kept stopping oh, it. They kept stopping it and like bullshitting. You know, so it was a long fucking thing. Um, I don't know how the rest of it went. From what I saw, it was good. I actually reached out to Matt and said, "Do you guys like have a link that maybe you can pop over to me? Like, I'd like to finish watching it." I don't yeah, know, sure. but it does. He did, you know, he didn't respond. But the, I, I don't know. Um, I think that, I, I guess, because billion dollar movie, they had to do it through the studio that put out that movie. They don't have Magnet, like, right? Yeah, they don't Magnet have the studios. Yeah, Magnus Studios. Good call there, Carl. They don't have the rights to just like host it somewhere and just do that. So I'd assume that if they did, maybe they would just. You know, if people are going to pay for it, like give them the opportunity to just watch it. You know, I don't know. The fact that you only get to, I don't know. It was just kind of a bummer. And then the other one they did, you know, the the Crimbus 
was like a one-time only deal, which, you know, if you're not available at that exact moment, well, you're fucked. So, I don't know. That's got to be fixed up. You know, if you're going to do these things, figure out a way to have them to just buy it. You know what I mean? Just if I'm paying 10 bucks to Magnet, can't I just own the experience of watch of the watch along, the billion dollar movie yeah. watch along? Like what the f- like are you crazy? I could get the DVD of the movie for cheaper than that. I I, I don't know. Moving on, um City of the Day was um <laughs> I don't know. I don't have the City of the Day <laughs> written down. But the sponsor <laughs> <laughs> the sponsor of City of the Day was uh, Cost Plus Puzzle Builders, and they added a nice lower third graphic on during the show. If you're skimming along, you might see it if you get to the City of the Day portion of the show. Uh, they've, they've picked it up. I think we've chatted about this before, Carl. I'm adding some sort of graphic element or something to City of the Day so that there's, you know, and they've done it. They made a lower third. It, it was on the bottom of the, the screen, and there was a little, you know, there was some photos, and, you know, it just kind of explained the concept a little bit visually. This was a very simple um, sponsor. You, <laughs> you know, if you don't have time, if you love doing puzzles, but you just don't have time, you can call <laughs> this company, and they will just do the puzzle for you and send you the finished puzzle. <laughs> Um, which is, which is funny. I'll say that's pretty good. Um, so it's very clean, um, puzzles. Carl, you do puzzles? I have. You have. I mean, you've done them, I guess, uh, puzzles became very popular during the pandemic. I myself went down the puzzle hole when I was alone for three months in a house. I ordered some puzzles and I just had one on a table all the time. It was great. It was a great I would walk through the kitchen and I'd stop over at the little table with the puzzle and I'd just spend, you know, 10, 15 minutes looking at it and putting some pieces together. Very enjoyable, a puzzle. Very enjoyable. Um, I think the issue I had is the last one I started just sat on the floor. You need a a table. You need a puzzle table and you need, you really just need time. I mean... I don't know another time in my life when I'd be able to do puzzles. Uh, it's the same with video games. I don't have time to do these things. They just, I like them and I would like to do them. But who can just stop their life and put the energy into doing these things? It's crazy. But during a pandemic, when I can't do anything else, can't see anybody, can't go anywhere, I'll do a puzzle for sure. Um, we had somebody try to predict City of the Day. Oh, I remember now. Um... Somebody was trying to, pred- I did write down, it was the city of the day, there were some guesses, some people called in because they cracked the code, um, the code being, um, the code was, the people guessed the code correctly, but Matt was kind of a playing hardball with the exact answer. Um, the code was the hometown of the guests from that episode. That was the code. That would have been easy. Would have been, if you'd tried. Um... But so some people had figured it out, and the guest was um, Carolyn Goldfarb, who they, online, they found out that she was from Los Angeles. But (laughs) Matt had the stipulation that she's actually from Torrance, California, which is, (laughs) you know, in the L.A. area, but not Los Angeles. So he said they were all wrong. 
Right. And when asked how he knew that, he said he asked her. So <laughs> the only reason he knew that was because he literally asked her. Um, that information is not on the internet, so nobody would have been able to guess mm-hmm. that code. Um, I actually jumped to conclusions. I thought it was the uh, hometowns of the get, or the hosts, but that would have been dumb because it would have been very quick. Yeah, no, this was the this was the guests. Um, Tim did a little dream of the day where he talked about how he had a dream where he was smoking weed and taking painkillers and had a uh, a back operation, a very fast back operation. Um, so um, he, there was. Something somebody was from Madison, uh, Wisconsin, and Tim had a funny joke about, or he had a you know kind of a lame pun, but it was it was funny. Uh, so a couple of people called up, and Matt proclaimed them losers of guessing the city of the day because they didn't guess exactly Torrance, California. Mm. Um, you know, obviously they talked about this was recorded on Friday. On Wednesday was the day of. Uh, the old protests down at the old Capitol building uh, that turned into um, some outrageous stuff. Uh, how did you experience that, Carl? Were you on the edge of your seat or were you not engaged? My friend sent me a text about it, but mm. the text he sent was to somebody who was there in the hallway of the Capitol building and it was just them standing around. Mm-hmm. Than being the people there to protest, wait, so, so I didn't even knew... really know what damage they did. It just looked like people standing around, like, "All right, I did." Wait, you so you got a it. you got a text? You didn't get a text from somebody that was there. Oh no, it was okay. saying, "Oh, are you following what's going on?" In oh, DC? okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and then yeah. I clicked it, and it was just a live stream of people standing in that mm. Capitol building hallway. But I didn't see anything else uh, until later that day. Mm. When that yeah. one lady got shot in the neck. It's quite the day. Um, well, the, what they talked about on the show, not, not that I want to really get into that um, too much. It feels much. like forever ago. It does. It was less than a week ago. They um, they showed uh, this clip, Baked Alaska, Tim's favorite, um, took a video, like a selfie video in there, and they paused it to say, ooh, is that Nick Fuentes in there in Pelosi's office? I mean, it's just absurd that we're seeing these images, but um, Vic was, you know, certain that it was Nick Fuentes from some episodes back who was on the show. Um, And now today they are they are tracking down all these motherfuckers and putting them in jail, which is pretty amazing if they actually go through with it. I mean, you've probably seen some of the mug shots of some of these clowns next to them, you know, in the Capitol building. Um, So. I kind of, sort of a weird hot take here, but I mean, Trump, the president of the United States, sort of invited them in, said, mm-hmm. come down to the Capitol building, and then, you know, conspiracy or not, they sort of just let them in. I mean, you see the right. video of the people just letting them in, and then they just, so they went in. <laughs> And then I don't really think they knew how insane that would look to the rest of the world. I think they were just like, oh, okay, they're letting us in. Like, I think they assumed because they had the okay from the president 
that they probably weren't going to be prosecuted, you know, like that it wasn't a crime they were committing, that they were just like having a, I don't know, it, it wasn't a peaceful protest, but, uh, you know, I mean, some people were probably just kind of going with the flow at that point. Um, so that's what an insane thing to happen. Um, honestly, I like to see all those dirt bags locked up just because anybody that would go down and participate in that type of thing is an asshole so um you know but they kind of got bamboozled there are some people that are just brainwashed and stupid i'm sure there's like a handful of people that were just like you know that just like they just like trump you know just like they're not horrible people they just like trump went to the protest thought it was you know they want their guy to be the president next thing you know they're fucking in the capitol building just like kind of marching with the rest of the people and then people start getting shot and like (laughs) it's fucking crazy so I'm just curious how many of them used their stimulus check to get down to D.C. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, it was interesting to hear the people, you know, calling in sick to work. And then they were like getting fired. And what an insane thing. Yeah, I'm curious if those people think it's really worth it. I don't think the people going to jail, the people going to jail, if they actually do, which today the, you know, FBI guy came on and said they're, you know, they're prosecuting these people for like you know up to 20 years in prison for some of the shit for like stealing shit out of nancy pelosi's office they said they said whatever all the images that people have seen it's a lot worse than that like there were like some bad shit going on in there hmm. anywho we move on more to fun. more fun coming up yeah more fun to be had it just never ends um very excited for the uh, inauguration day and see what happens that day um caroline goldfarb uh i wrote who question mark um i don't know i didn't know who this was um i don't know if anybody on the podcast really knew who this was but after googling it i saw that she was is most famous for having an instagram account she got the instagram handle the real sean penn or something like that or official sean penn or something some i think she got that a long time ago and has made that into a weird comedy instagram and i looked at it didn't really understand it. I saw some collages and things. Nothing was um, super funny or anything to me. But um, she came on to talk about she she wrote something or no, she did a podcast about the Jeremy Renner app. So it's called the Renner Files, and this must be the connection. I think somebody probably turned her on to that those guys and said, "Hey, there's this girl doing a whole podcast about the Jeremy Renner app." Supposedly, if you don't know this story, Jeremy Renner started an app and it got like hacked into and like, I don't maybe not hacked into, but like it was like a community kind of thing where there was forums or something, I guess. And people got in just, there and like, yeah, just fans of Jeremy Renner. Is that it? I, I don't know. I think other it turned into a whole thing that he had to oh, shut. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, it had to, yeah, it had to shut course. down. It's like, yeah, it turned into some whole insane thing. Um, you know, similar to the well, what's it called social network that the parlor that got <laughs> shut down. You know, he had like a mini parlor experience um going on. It seems like, but so she she kind of walked through that story. She was funny. She was um, I thought she was funny, and um, you know, I, I don't really know what else she's doing. I think she writes on some show or something, uh, but um. 
then they moved into uh, a fun game they invented. Uh, was a fun game where you guess the follower count of a random band or something. So somebody named Nick Lutzko, who's another like another social media person. I looked I looked this person up too. They also have just like a random social media kind of following um, for making music or something or YouTube videos. But so he he came on the game. Carolyn Goldfarb was on the game. Doug and Vic were on the game, and then like a Zoomer. So there was five people playing the game. Um. And it was a fun game. I mean, it's just so stupid, but it was like the band Warrant. How many Instagram followers do they have? And everybody guessed. Um, Bruce Hornsby was another one. Um, uh, you know, so guessing these bands, and it was completely just random bands, you know, maybe one-hit wonder type of bands and, you know, the, this type of stuff. And the, the numbers just fluctuated greatly, so... But that's kind of that's kind of an interesting thing to think about for whatever reason, because um, we're all aware of follower counts, and that's just like a a dumb thing that we know about in our lives. Um, so you can have an opinion if I say, you know, e- even if it's a big name person, you know, it's it's interesting to think about because it's usually more or, or less. You know, you, you know, you're always like a little bit surprised, like, oh. Wow, they have a lot. Or, oh, poor that person. They don't really have many. At the end of the show, so that was pretty much wrapped up the show. Um, at the end of the show, they did something a little different um, that had never been done before. They, Tim asked everybody to chant along with him, no more bullshit, like from his stand-up special. And Matt unmuted the whole room. Um and so it's flashing around to everybody in the Zoom screaming, no more bullshit. Um, worth a look on the old YouTube. Um, and I was like, this is a kind of, you know, I don't know if this is going to be an every day, you know, every week sort of a tradition now. But it was fun. It was uh, it was just like, I know that like um, Doug and Brent on the Poundcast during some of their Zoom things have done the old let's unmute everybody and just see what happens and on that show there's a lot i mean there's not a lot there's there's less people so it just becomes more of like a conversation where people can kind of chime in uh more like just a a zoom party with your friends sort of a, a feel but firing it up to like the you know the hundreds of people along on on office hours is uh pretty pretty funny so do the chant yeah, how thing. did that go did it just it just it sounded insane you know it was just like no nah, i mean you know it was just static. it was just like no just different people would pop up and you'd hear them say it and like the zoom kind of like decides who gets the floor you know if there's right. a bunch of people talking they just you know it's not like a, the whole thing echoed out or anything it was just a weird kind of moment but it was almost like it gave everybody a turn it was just like kind of flipping through different people it was it was cool fun um so after hours the Sopranos episode. Uh, After Hours was basically all the guys talking about Sopranos for the whole time. Um, mm. And because Doug, yeah, yeah, you should. I mean, you up. should. I've I've been slowly burning through season five, but uh, were there? Any oh, okay. Is this a first? Is this a I first? Know. 
first watch Sorry. for you or no? Is this a first watch? No, for I've you? seen it before, oh, okay. but Tim kind of nailed my feelings on it where I can just jump in at any time and it's a comfort. It's no, and, then, and then you and then you get in. I mean, I've done that a few times where I'm like, somebody's like, "Ooh, let's throw on an episode of Sopranos." Next thing you know, I'm like, "Fucking knee deep in it, just having the time <laughs> of my life." Every free moment of every day, I'm like, "I'll throw on another app." You know, just it's a great. It is just a fucking great show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I almost feel guilty about how much I've watched it, um, and I'm like, I can't watch it again. I have to watch something else like i can't game like, of thrones you're like gonna I, start game of thrones i'm not gonna start game of thrones i think i've done you're gonna game start of... friends from season one hell no what, hell what else nah. are you gonna watch let's be real i try Unless to watch the wire i try to watch like new things you know what i mean like i, I guess i hear what you're saying like comfort thing just to kind of have on while yeah. you're while you're fucking about but sopranos becomes the thing that i'm very invested in and i'm like paying attention to every shot every cue and every line like you know i'm just analyzing it it's like good enough to really care about like i care about the direction and the editing and it's a good fucking show anyway doug um who i wouldn't have imagined being a sopranos guy maybe just because he hadn't talked about it as much as tim does doug has a legit fucking tony impression that he does a bunch on the show I uh, saw the YouTube highlight of it. Oh, he okay, does crush okay. it. It took him a minute to kind of get there. He was like working it out. You know, you know when you have an impression that you know you have, but you kind of got to like work on it. You need the dialect or the conversation to kind of Yeah, spark. yeah, yeah. Like it started going and like yeah, you need the right lines, you know, you need to remember some things, but he eventually dropped right into it and it was really really good. Um Tim kind of Tim kind of acted as the uh, other the other players of the scenes that they that they went through, um, not really doing scenes, but they kind of just they kind of just went off about the Sopranos for a long time, which I'm totally down with. They had mentioned the um, Talking Sopranos podcast, which I've listened to a few episodes of that. I was thinking of doing a rewatch with that podcast where I would like watch an app and then, but that's that's yeah. a ton ton of fucking work. But that show's cool. Not a bad idea. I'm a season ahead. I know that they're just doing season four right now, but I've been listening to that, and they get some good. Oh, you have in there too. Yeah, no, for sure. They have lots of great guests, and all the you know all the great actors that have been on the show have uh, have stopped by. It looks like um, so. Sopranos, absolutely a fan of Sopranos. Um, on my. I can't. Was it my birthday? There was something. Something. Maybe I think it was my birthday last year. Maybe um, I made everybody at this house kind of party that was going on come into the living room and watch the opening scene of season two of the episode one of The Sopranos, mm-hmm. um, along with the the Frank song. It's just a long extended montage getting everybody up to speed, and there's some like. You know, I forgot that the scene had like the. There's just like a few titty shots, just a few, just like. Oh yeah, it gets a few. Yeah, a few guys are just. You don't want to have your. A few guys uh, are just fucking. I didn't have younger. I didn't have younger people, but there was like. You know, I kind of talked it up. I I was. I think I was. I was drinking this day, and I. I brought. You know, I was like, come on, everybody, 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 get in here. You know, you. You know, people I didn't know, just like. you know women you know females just you know i brought them in i was like we gotta watch we're all gonna watch this scene together it's a great scene i just like remembered it in my mind as being a really fun scene 
And then we're putting it on, and it was like, oh, shit, I forgot how fucking baller this thing gets uh, goes out on. So, Anywho, that's about it. The, the After Hours ended with an extended drop concert. I'm talking like 10 minutes of a, of a long drop concert, which was nice. I was driving in the car, and it was just went into the drop concert, which was cool. Um, what also, what's also fun is now the drop concert, like, because it's on, like, Spotify, it's, like, showing up in my release radar, you know, because I followed Doug and, you know, it's, like, under Doug and maybe even Tim, I think. Since I follow those guys on Spotify, I'm just shuffling on my release radar driving and it's just, like, suddenly a drop concert song comes on and it's, it's a listen to a bull tra- thing. Like, it's like, it just goes on. I'm like, this isn't that far out from the things I listen to anyway. Like, it's weird, but, like, the song that came on, like, was just, it was just good to, like, listen to. It was the, I think it was called Encore, and it had, it was, like, what they did at the end of the show, which had a bunch of fucking bangers um, and fast jazz and all sorts of shit. And it was just like a, you know, the beats and just, like, the song, the background music is good, so... That's fun to just listen to it. I, I wouldn't have expected that, but drop concert in all forms. Audio, the movie, the original visual. Um, that's about all I got for today. Um, I'm tired. Uh, I, yeah, I am. Um, uh, they're doing a show on Thursday. They announced today. Um, what else did I want to say? Oh, another Doug item. Doug posted on Patreon. Uh, if you're following Doug Pound, I don't know if I can't remember if you are or you aren't. He posted. I may have mentioned this on the show before. Probably have. Um, that back in 2008, when Tim and Eric' uh, awesome show was on the air, they had a they had a contest. For to, to do a little promo for season three and the winner would be on Adult Swim. So Doug put all those videos up on the Patreon. I don't know if they're on the office hours or, but like he said, hey, you know, I found these old videos and um, so mine's on there and uh, brought back some memories of uh, me living in Queens. I remember the, I remember the phone call clearly. I talked to Doug for a while. He's a very nice guy. And then a couple days later, <laughs> he had cut up this video. And I see the amount of videos that he did, like, I don't know. There must be, I didn't count them, but there looked like there had to be 20, 30-something videos um, that he did. I haven't watched them all. I think back in the day, I probably watched a lot of them. Um, and uh, the work, I mean, God, the work of recording people on the phone and then editing it, I mean, maybe it's not that hard. Maybe it's just a speakerphone and a fucking little camera, and maybe it's not that big of a deal. But, uh, you know, it seemed like, geez, what what uh, dedication to uh, edit all these videos for every single, I don't know, if every submission, but lots of the submissions. He um, kind of critiqued almost every submission, it looked like, and talked some shit about every one. So check those out if you're following uh Douglas Lucenhop uh, personal um, Patreon, 
And yeah, they announced they're doing a show to on Thursday with some puns and uh, I think a guest that I wasn't totally aware of. Let's see quickly, quickly, quickly. Uh, my internet. Um, yeah, ready to have some puns this weekend. Um, I don't know. It's not loading. So yeah. Back on track for Thursday, and uh, hopefully we'll get back on track to record a little earlier than Tuesday. And maybe Carl will even get a chance to listen to the episode before we record. That would be wild. Yeah, we'll see. I don't we'll know. See. It, was, it was kind of fun getting everything from you, inquiring <laughs> within. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's, it's all I good. Mean, um, yeah, you got it. I think it generates more of a conversation. Versus um, like, yeah, I know, I know. It's like I saw everything <laughs> on Instagram, and then you see them in person, and you're like, yeah, I know, I know you did that. Uh huh. Yeah, went to Puerto Rico. Got it. Okay, well, um, I'm gonna wrap it up here. Everybody, uh, everybody, hang in there and be safe, and um, have a good week. And thanks for tuning in. And go Bills, Buffalo Bills. That's all I yeah. care about. Twenty dollar bills. Dollar dollar bills. Take care, everybody. Toodle. Toodle.